This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Today, our special guest is Brandon Coleman. I got my co-host with me, Aaron Burrell. Aaron, how's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Good, good. Brandon, appreciate you coming on. I appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Brandon, we just want to kind of hop into, you know, your career first with, with some, uh, we'll start at college. I know you went to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Um, you got recruited. Uh, I was doing, I was looking at the timing of when you got recruited to Rutgers. You got there with, with Shiano and yes, then he left. Was, what was that? Your sophomore year? Yes. Yeah, that, so was, what was, uh, you, that was an interesting time. Um, you know, you know, Shiano came recruited me he was on you know came to my parents house he was on the couch and gave us that whole pitch you know that he was going to stay the tenure of his career finish out at Rutgers like a Joe Paterno almost right and you know just like just like everybody else I believed him and I, I decided committed to Rutgers not obviously just to, for him right it was other reasons education networking location those all played a role in it but then that um, I never forget that moment when you know we all found out from ESPN that he was leaving, and then it was just like wow, like this this is a business, right? And that was like my first introduction to to business at a collegiate level. Mm-hmm. That, that's definitely an interesting way to find out uh, via ESPN. But what was the rest of your career like uh, at? Right, Rutgers, you know, did you enjoy your time? I know you're a Maryland guy, being in New Jersey, you're not too, yeah. too far from home. So Yeah. So rest of the experience was, it was cool, man. We had a, a new coach um, that was already in the program, Coach Kyle Flood. He came up and it kind of took over as, a, you know, that player's coaching role. And for me, after that, I, I got injured, had a serious knee injury that um, kind of set me back. Um, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the same player since. And that kind of set me back um, in terms of like going to the NFL, my draft grade. And um, but I still had a chance and um, I was grateful. But I left right before Rutgers decided to go and make another business decision and go to the Big Ten. And I, like that would have been my red shirt senior year that first season. And I, I made a business decision for myself and said, no, nah, I'm not I'm not sticking around for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we know you went undrafted, but did that did that motivate you more to to play in the NFL? Yeah, I was always I've always always had that underdog mentality. So that kind of fell right aligned with my personal story. And I, you know, I I was like, you know, this is this at the end of the day, this is going to make for a better story. I don't know how it's going to play out now, but. Um, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm continuing to bet on myself, and, and we want to take that take that leap of faith. For sure, we're big on betting on yourself around here. So yeah, um, we'll definitely get into some of the, the post career stuff as well. But now you're in the league. Uh, what was it like when you're on the Saints? You're playing with Drew Brees. You know, this is mm-hmm. one of all time greats. What, what was that yeah. experience like for you? That was a humbling experience to be able to um, be in the locker room, share a locker room with a future Hall of Famer, to catch a mm-hmm. touchdown pass from a future Hall of Famer, right? And just to share that space with all the other, you know, greats that I played with, like Mark Ingram, I'm grateful he's able to come back to New Orleans now and finish out, you know, this, you know, get that Russian title, right? Like, you know, you got the new guys coming in, like Alvin Kamara, I was able to 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 play with him his rookie year, right? So that was like, 
those are, you know, great experiences that you can't trade. I wouldn't trade for anything. Um, the relationship that I met, got in the locker room, the experiences that I was able to have, getting able to play in London against the Dolphins, like that's, you know, that's an experience as well. Um, and it was all of it. And it was, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. It was, you know, a lot of lessons. It was it was good and bad, right? Because you got the business side, the political, the political side of the game that, you know, it's not really, it's not really put on TV like that, right? It's not really talked about a lot, but, you know, someone like myself who was at the, the bottom of the totem pole um, for the most of his career, it was just kind of like, all right, I got to play this role. And in order for me to continue to, you know, have some longevity and, and a sustainable career. Yeah, no, definitely. I remember I definitely picked you up on my fantasy team for a couple of weeks, though, for sure. I remember well, I, just. I hope I didn't let you down. I hope I didn't let you down. Um, but yeah, just like going into another lane, like I know you're a mental health uh, advocate. Uh, what, what's what? Why is a uh, mental health important to you? Man, that's a that's a great question, and for me, that's something that I've been. Um, I didn't want to admit years ago. I was dealing with that as early as I can remember in college. I went through my first like like drought where I couldn't catch a cold as a receiver. And like I I remember um the you know coaches and they recommended me that I talk to a sports psychiatrist and I was I immediately turned that down. I was, you know, as as a black man I I I, I didn't allow myself to um, you know, to fall into that because of the stigma that it was you know weak, right? If you go seek outside help to talk about your mental health, right? That wasn't that wasn't it wasn't cool either, right? And so and I didn't see people like you know you have professional athletes now coming out and talking about it. So I I didn't I didn't have the courage to do it back then, and so I bottled in a lot of that stuff and then that carried over when I got into the league, being undrafted, the emotions of not being drafted, right? And I was, I remember I was really crying, you know, for not being drafted. And I was like, and then I still had to make a decision, like within an hour after that not being drafted to go to New Orleans, right? I didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to process. I didn't get a chance to sleep on it. I didn't, none of that, right? So all that's like built up and, and, and backed up. Um, and then you know, dealing with injuries, right? And you really does know, you really don't know how much of a toll that takes on your mental health until, right? It it boils over, right? And so for me, that's like at the end of my career, it started to boil over, and I said, man, I, I think I I really need to, uh, I need to go see you know a therapist, right? And so I've been seeing a therapist for like the last uh, two two years, pretty much now. And that's been a game changer for me. All the stuff that I've been able to unpack and heal from my mental, emotional uh, trauma, right? You can heal you know, from your physical injuries and ailments, you know, all the surgeries that you've gone through, all the concussions that you dealt with, right? And playing a violent game like this, but you put your bodies on the line, you put your mind on the line. So I think being a mental health advocate for me is, is so important because I get a chance to use my platform to give that that high school kid the confidence right to to go out and have that courage because they now see someone especially that might look like them to be able to all right i want to seek help for myself powerful 
what do you think people could do more of to uh, protect their mental health? What advice would you give to you know young brothers or you know young sisters, whoever it may be? Yeah, I think for me, it's really um, setting up boundaries for yourself um, and and what that looks like for you personally. Setting up um, a safe space, a safe space of communication, um, you know, in your circle that you can have open transparent conversations, uncomfortable conversations um, about something that's, you know, bothering you. Uh, and then um, I said boundaries, I said safe space, and then practice like routines, right? Like for me, I've incorporated mindfulness uh, practices into my uh, self-care to protect my mental health space. So that's a, that's a part of me on this journey right now that I'm a huge advocate for. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, and I know you're an entrepreneur. Um, you have you have Soul Cole, and you're a, you're a wellness coach, certified uh, breathing coach. Uh, so tell tell us a little bit about that and like um, what that all means. Yeah. So um, as I re- once I retired, I realized that I needed to uh, I needed to uh, it was I was going to have to make a pivot, and that pivot first started off um, with uh, with toothpicks. I don't know. Like, you know, the listeners who might just catch the audio, they might not, they might not see that I have a toothpick right now, but that's been my brand for at least 10 years now, over 10 years. And so I first, as an entrepreneur, got into the CBD toothpick space and from a holistic standpoint, holistic healing, um, all the surgeries that I went through, I wanted that holistic approach to my process instead of the medication uh, you know, Vicodin, opioids, and going down that path, right? And so that opened my eyes more to the wellness side of things. And and then I got into uh, my own journey of, you know, um, self-discovery and self-care and led me to mindfulness practices like meditation, like breathing um, exercises, um, like yoga. And from then I realized, wow, like I see the benefit that this is having for me on my personal journey and making this transition, this huge transition at a time in my life where, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much written off, um, you know, by everybody else's standards. So I said, you know, let me, let me just focus on myself. Let me do the inner work that I need. And in doing that inner work, I realized that I have a, um, a purpose of helping and serving others. And so Soul Cold is the rebrand of myself so i call it the rebranding obviously i'm you know not too many people can can use that tag you know only select your brandings if they choose to rebrand themselves right so for me it was um you know it was something that spoke to me um mind body soul mind body spirit and i was already going by be cold anyways i just dropped the b and added the soul and there we go so it's an opportunity for me to serve others um and be um, and be a different, um, be a different, uh, a different, use this platform to be a different representation that a lot of people aren't used to in this wellness, health and wellness space. Yeah, no, that's dope. Um, like, have you been like helping any other NFL players? Like, have they reached out to you and things like that or any athletes in general? Um, yeah, not in like, um, in my personal circle. Right. So for me doing it myself, other guys have kind of taken notice like in my circle and they kind of asked me like 
yo, what, what, what's what's up with this meditation, right? What do you, what's what's this all about, right? Or, or this breathing, right? Kind of just talk me through it. And, you know, they're more um, receptive to hearing it from someone like me because we walk that same path, yeah. right? And it's, it's, it's easier for them to, um, it's easier for them to, to, to be more receptive to this, uh, like I said, because you can go on YouTube or you can hear about it on, on Instagram, but if you don't resonate it, if it doesn't resonate with you um, for whatever reason, then you're, you're not gonna be as open-minded to it, right? So yeah, I've got, uh, I've got some guys, you know, who are definitely more interested in this because they see someone that, you know, they can relate to that was in the locker room with them on this journey. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now I know you you've had a you know a long journey where uh you you've come up through the system. Now you're you know mm -hmm. you're in your second act. What yeah. advice would you give to young athletes? This is a three-part question. What advice would you give them to you know mentally? What advice would you give them uh you know physically and advice would you give them uh in terms of taking care of like yeah. wellness advice? Would you so give I them? think I can I can answer all three with uh, with one um, the same advice was just be to set your boundaries um, and set your expectations realistic expectations and continue to prioritize what um, what matters most to you right I know you know the, the what gets all the glory is the physical aspect everybody wants to know how big you are everybody wants to know how fast you are everybody wants to know how strong you are Right? Can you lift the whole weight room? Can you, you know, run a hundred meters in nine seconds? Right? Like that's Olympic world time. So people want to know. You know, people only give uh, height and and, and um, they they give attention to that part. But if you, I think the advice is to find balance. Right? That's true wellness is seeking balance in all these different areas and being. And we we all we often want to compartmentalize these different parts of our lives and, and, and don't think they intertwine, but they really do, right? And so understanding how, like, like if you're in the weight room, right, and you're, you're, on your, you're maxing out on your, 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 your bench press, you mentally have to will yourself to get that weight off your chest. You can physically do it all, like, you can only go so far physically, but your mind ends up telling your body that your body can do this. You're in the same way in reverse, your mind ends up telling your body that, no, nah, we can't do this today. And you end up not being able to do it, right? And so that ties back into your overall wellness that, you know, fluctuate your state of mind. Yeah, not for sure. Um, and then what are, your, what are your goals for 2022? Man, um, 2022, man, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling uh, very excited about uh, one goal in particular. I, I have... Um, I have a project that I'm working on is a meditation uh, mixtape. It's like a EP, for example, and I'm I'm in the process of writing and recording that um, right now, and I definitely want to release that in the top of 2022 and just put a little soul in it, right? You know, change up the change up the 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 stereotype of how meditation is like. Oh man, like I can't really get with it. I can't really. Like, this isn't for everybody, but. You know, I think for for me and, and my culture, right, we resonate a lot with music and music speaks to our soul. And so I think I'm gonna just add a little flavor in there and and, and put some magic or, you know, I've, I've 
been doing poetry a lot since the pandemic and just turning that poetry into a guided meditation, man. So, and then I think, you know, another goal that I had is to um, lead um, more workshops, more breathing exercises, more live guided meditations and start, you know, serving as much as I can. I wanna be of service as, as much as I possibly can to help heal other souls. Nah, no doubt. Uh, quick, I'm gonna just shamelessly plug this. If you need somebody to, you know, do a little Morgan Freeman voiceover yeah. for you for your for your album, I'll have you. Yeah, That's all yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> all right. I'm just Wait, so are you are you gonna be singing or you're gonna be like talking on it? No, nah, I'm I'm just I'm just talking, right? I'm yeah. just I'm just talking it out um, at a slow pace, right? Um, you know, I'm just guiding you through a journey, right? Telling you a yeah. story, yeah. getting you, you know getting you in that in that state of mind to yeah, relax i think you'd be good at doing some narrations for like book audiobooks yeah i'm gonna tap into that be, i'm definitely want to shamelessly plug myself tapping into that space too <laughs> right so whoever's listening to this you you hear the voice <laughs> yeah definitely um all right you ready for some fun questions yeah fire off all right what, what's your favorite song right now favorite song right now um probably where's kid um, the remix with uh, Justin Tim, Justin Bieber and uh, Tim. All right. Essence. Time is of the essence. I mean, I feel like yeah, that, yeah. That, that's why my it speaks for itself. So. Yeah, that's my jam. Uh, if you could do a jersey swap right now, who would you uh, who would you swap with? I swap with uh, with Hopkins. Yeah. I swap. I swap with Hopkins. D Hop. I got a lot of respect for his game. You think he's the best right now? That is, uh, yes, yes. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. yes. I think he's the best right now. All right, last one. Uh, what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, I mean, I, I got a couple of things. I like, um, you know, mindfulness activities. I really got back into uh, to like adult coloring books during the right. pandemic. Right, like that's so like peaceful and then takes my mind off of things, right? I get to express myself that way creatively and then um I like uh I like writing poetry. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um well I definitely appreciate you because I know previously nobody knows this, but you told us that you were late and you pulled over to Barnes and Noble to do the interview. So I definitely yeah. want to shout you out for that. We definitely appreciate so, you for yeah. that. Um uh, could you could you could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at and uh in your brand? Definitely, man. So y'all can follow the brand. The website is uh com, And then on IG, y'all can follow me at um B underscore cold sixteen. IG would let me change my name, so I gotta stick with that. You feel me? Pretty, uh, it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. Appreciate you taking the time, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Much love.